That's so retrograde, everybody. Yay. We're here. We're aligned. It is actually retrograde. So Guys, that's a thing. It's day. Di- di- oh, wait. Who are you? Who am I? Yeah. Oh, I'm Elizabeth Cott. <laughs> it's like no one had ever asked you that question. I was before. like, wait, what? <laughs> who am I? I was like, who am I? I like gaze off into the it distance. became so like, existential. <laughs> who am I, Stephanie? Who are you? I'm Stephanie Simbari. Although I decided last night I'd be going by Stevie and my brother Stephen will be going by Steph. Oh, okay. It's a retrograde choice. That's a cute choice. So we are three to four days into Mercury retrograde, yeah. depending on what time this episode airs. Right. How's everyone doing? How are we? Anything on the fritz? The American news cycle? Oh. <laughs> I don't know. Just yeah. throwing it out there. I'm not sure if that's a Mercury retrograde thing or just like the next four years thing. Right. So, so far, so good on my end uh-huh. with the retrograde thing, not the American news cycle thing because that bums me out. Um, but uh, I feel like everyone, are, I'm seeing like a lot of people around me getting like schedule issues, tech issues, a lot of stuff. Yeah. So far, I've come unscathed. Better knock on wood. Knock on... Although I will say we've had to move a couple of calls and meetings around. Yeah. And, you know, normally that wouldn't really, like, bother me at all. But during this time period, I just feel a little more stressed by regular, everyday, mm. shifting around things. That's what I observe. I've developed a new addiction to cope with it, and yeah. that is matcha tea. Welcome Matcha to my lattes. Uh, they're delicious. So good. But I'm just like still haven't figured out like my tonic situation. Right. Like I can help you. Creation makes it like perfectly on ice and it's mm-hmm. beautiful and gorgeous with coconut milk. Creation, which is a juice. Uh, Juicery? Juicery. Yeah. I was going to say a juice. Um, there's more than one. What's the word for that? Um, a chain. juice chain. Chain. There we go. A juice chain in Los Angeles. <laughs> cute great decor yeah check it out i love it but i don't show so when you make the matcha mm-hmm. I, I guess i don't have a whisk yet that's okay the problem yeah that's a key but i tried aspect. to just forego the whisk and throw it in my magic bullet okay which you can do seemed that seemed like a good idea but it was still kind of chalky okay yeah well the best thing that i would say for that mm-hmm. is are you adding all the liquid at once hot water and almond right milk. okay so what you want to do is probably do half the amount of liquid, mm-hmm. then blend it so it's like more like of a thicker, Ooh, thicker like smart. condensed version, and then add more liquid. Yeah. Okay. I think I'm still gonna get an Aero latte machine, which is Ooh, which oh, the is hand the thing, hand electric Dreams. thing. I know. Yeah. I'm manifesting that for my birthday. Guys, are, I think they're like eight dollars. I know. I'll get you one. Okay. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> She's like looking me dead in the eyes. She's like, I'm manifesting that for my birthday. It's like, okay, Elizabeth, I'll get you one. Um, I, what was I going to say? Oh, with the latte tip. I am off almond milk. Uh, oh, you're just cutting things left and right. on the skin journey. Yeah. Uh, my acupuncturist explained to me that nuts create what's known in Chinese medicine as damp heat in the body. And one of the effects from damp heat is zits. I'm like trying to think of a cool word for that. No, it's just acne zits. Whoa. So not saying that that is the culprit, but that could be something. And if you think about it, the amount of nuts that we consume, if you are predominantly Mm plant-based, is pretty high. Because we're really supposed to have like... Five. Yeah. Tiny handful. Yeah. Tiny... Elizabeth and Stephanie handful. Yeah. Size handful. And, but it's a substitute in so many things. It is, yeah. So I've cut out almond milk, moved to coconut milk. Coconut's fine. 
Hemp milk is a good yeah, one too. Yeah, seeds are good too. So um, that's another option. I do really like the hemp milk matcha latte at that place in that's Hollywood. That's what this is. But that's from Matcha Bar. Yeah. We're going to have the Matcha Bar people on the show. Ooh. So we can go like way deep. Guys, get excited. Hey now, but not today. Just to overview for anyone who's yeah, keeping to score. recap. <laughs> You're so cheeky. <laughs> what are the things that you've now cut from your diet on your skin journey? Gluten. Okay. Alcohol for the most part. Except for the occasional tequila. Right. Okay. I've probably drank like six times this whole year. Okay. Um... Uh, nuts. Nuts. Refined sugar. Uh-huh. And my sanity. Hey. No, you're doing great. <laughs> no, I feel good. That's a lot of stuff. That's a lot of stuff. But I actually still, I'm eating like fine. Yeah. All the things. It's a, it's a fun experiment. Well, I just want to say congratulations. Thanks. For your dedication. Thanks, man. And sometimes we have to give up the things we love to get to the place that we need to be in. Right. And I also, though... I was such an eye roller when people were like, I don't eat gluten or I'm, did they say I it in that sugar. voice? Uh huh. Is that in my head? <laughs> um, and you know what? It's just it's 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 my vanity. There, I said it. Good. That's the By motivation. the way, I'll just say this about gluten, and we can talk about this on another episode. Gluten's not the enemy, you guys. The enemy right. is the American food production situation in which they put so much gluten and other things as fillers. Because I swear if we well, lived... Well, the, it's the GMO stuff. And that as That's well. That's the issue. Like if we were in Italy and you were eating bread, everything would be oh, fine. Oh, everything would be delightful. So I'd be let's not, There'd be wine. Yeah. Let's not vilify gluten. Let's talk about the people who are mass producing our food. Exactly. It's That's the issue. your guys' problem. I don't have celiac or anything like that. It's it's purely a GMO issue. Yeah. Um. Well, our guest today... Our guest today excited about it. is going to be fabulous. She's a gem. Sometimes we get to have friends on the program that are also walking this very beautiful walk that we here at That's the Retrograde and Beyond are walking. Yeah, and we just want to like compare notes, hear, hear what's up. Yeah, talk so to a trendsetter. We have the darling Emma Roberts on today. S- so excited. She has a new book club, mm-hmm. which we're going to talk about along with like more of the things that we generally talk about, like yeah. crystals and stuff. Yeah, she's one of our crystal friends, guys. <laughs> so without further ado, let's welcome Emma Roberts. Yay! Okay. We're live! Just kidding, this is pre-recorded, guys. Oh, okay, you actually nice. scared me. <laughs> <laughs> We're live! <laughs> um, well, our guest just spoke, so I guess we'll introduce her. Let's do it. Um, thank you for coming, Emma. Thanks. Hey, guys. Hi. Hi. Welcome hey. to That's So Retrograde. I'm so excited to be here. <laughs> soy, soy. So Stephanie had... Did you originate this? Yeah. I think. I feel like I really... Yeah. Me and Allie did. So you explain did. Yeah. soy. We just would, we would just be like so, but then we would if it was like, like soy much. It was like soy, and it was sort of like in an Australian New Zealand accent, but then it just became literally soy. And so now it's just that's soy. Yeah. I, well, I when I first heard you say it, I gasped because my <laughs> friends and I when we when we were in middle school, we would always be like soy annoying, but it was not Australian at all. It was very LA. It was like that is soy stupid, right? <laughs> and so when you said it, I heard it across the room at someone's house, and I was like, you. Oh, did you say soy? Or like, we're bringing that speak. back. That's soy retrograde. That's, that's, <laughs> that's soy raven. That's, I thought you were going to say. <laughs> that's where this came from. That's the retrograde. That's the retrograde came from that's so raven. Well, I'm fine with that because I'm still trying to perfect the, like, looking into the future with the hand eye movement she would do to this day. Raven Simone. My brother used to tell me that I looked like baby Raven Simone. You know, that's coming back on the <laughs> Disney network. 
She's a reboot. Yeah, she's doing a show for them. Yes. Hard hitting <laughs> news right here, you guys. Hot content. Yeah, wellness content for days. <laughs> Unreal. So we wanted to have you on because actually I met you and Elizabeth. Did you did you want me to come on? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, no, you just showed up and we were like, Emma, <laughs> have a little bit of chill, please. <laughs> um, because actually I think first of all, you know, I think I met you and Elizabeth at the same party. Like in 2011, really? yeah, at Marty and Allie's house. Oh, see, I assume that you guys were besties at that party, but so we've known each other longer. Yeah, yeah. because you were one of the inaugural Closet Rich I clients, know. which was so amazing. And then I've known you through Marty Allie and Marty. Allie. Yeah, Marty was actually on the program talking about the documentary that they're still making. He was. Mm-hmm. Yes, I'm on a group text with him right now about Coachella. Oh, oh cute. <laughs> wellness. It's just one big family, all of us. Yeah. Speaking of Coachella, that's coming up. We might as well jump on that Coachella discussion bandwagon that everywhere else in the country's having. Everyone, um, I've heard seven people say have fun at Coachella today. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not going. It's just part of living in LA, I think. Um, any things that you bring with you to like keep the balance amongst the madness? <laughs> um, yes, I'm actually someone also where everyone is like, how many bags are you bringing? Because I have one suitcase, just, just toiletries. I'm that girl too. <laughs> Amazing. Because I, sure. I need I need lots of sunscreen. I need lots of mists. You always need a <laughs> mist while you're at Coachella. I I like to have body towelettes, hand towelettes, Important. face towelettes. Okay, so you're the person to go to the festival with. Definitely. I'm also the person that um, buys a bunch of um, tights from CVS and brings them in my bag because then when people get cold, they can put them on under their shorts. Oh, smart. And be Pro tip. I know. Whoa. That's really good. So, Festival mom alert. I, <laughs> I I have been known to try to wear a fanny pack at Coachella, but then my stylists, who you know, Karen Britt, they always rip it off of me right before I hit the field. What are you allowed to wear? A mini I'm allowed backpack? a I'm allowed a mini backpack, but yeah. I'm not allowed a fanny pack. Well, That's just, hilarious. Like the mini <laughs> Compromise. Backpack, <laughs> the mini so backpack funny. is good because at least it balances the weight on your shoulders. I've made the mistake of doing like a tiny messenger bag, and then mm-hmm. you're just off kilter the entire time. You can't have Agreed. that. You can't be balanced. If you're off kilter with your bag, exactly. Yeah, the funny thing about my mini backpack though is that then, even though it's mini and l- it's not light, because I have all of my mists, as I said, and my towelettes <laughs> in it, and so it gets heavy. So then I make my boyfriend carry it. So then he's walking around with like a mini Moschino backpack around Coachella. <laughs> Lucky him. <laughs> Why doesn't he just throw on a fanny pack and call it a yeah. day? Uh, so it's always it's always makes me laugh seeing the boys like all wearing the girls' backpacks and bags. <laughs> totally. But it feels right. It's, it's pretty much gentlemen. just why I want a boyfriend. Important. <laughs> just to carry my stuff. I do. I agree with that. Manifest that. <laughs> yeah. Just that specific. Anyone out line. there looking to just carry my stuff? Call <laughs> um, me. Also at Coachella, I mean, I love to bring essential oils as well mm-hmm. because I feel like it gets really gross and everyone starts to smell and there's no nice way to tell someone that they reek mm-hmm. and then it kind of ruins their time. So you kind of just like rub them in oils and try to be like, try my new scent and try to cover their bio. You know <laughs> I what I mean? That. Well, yeah. you have yeah. to. And yeah. then also I've been reading about activated charcoal pills. Uh-huh. Yes. I, don't, I haven't tried it, but everyone's saying you take those and you're not hungover the next day. Yeah, I think it just depends on how much that? you drink. Like yeah. if you drink, there was just silence. <laughs> no, I've taken them. I was actually thinking about this this morning because I drank a lot once and took like three activated charcoal pills mm. to try to not be hungover, and it didn't work because I think I had just passed the point where like mm. that could combat it. Mm-hmm. I think really water is the key to I that. I think water's the key. Yeah, yeah. 
and then hydration and then there hydration is, is the key to everything though, actually really. absolutely i'm gonna give you some of these vitamins that they were sent to fly us by. yeah they sent us this thing called flyby and it's supposed to combat hangover and mm-hmm. actually it works i was trying to think if that has activated car- it charcoal in it it doesn't well call me old-fashioned i'm an i'm a two advil liquid gel kind of girl yeah. and then i'm fine yeah like i'm not i'm not fancy just water and advil you know yeah sometimes you just have to take an advil yeah guys but uh yeah, I'm I'm excited to go. I feel like I feel like I'm just gonna kind of take it easy this year. Yeah, I just really want to see Lady Gaga's because uh, Joanne has been my favorite album, uh, and I just so love good. so good. I love I, I really I really just love anything that has any intonation of country to it, mm. which really means I should be going to stagecoach, but I'm not. <laughs> um, so, anyways, you yeah. should check out fun. Jack Garrett. Have you heard of him? No, so good. Okay, I met him the other weekend. He's lovely, and then I heard his music, and I was like, oh, you're a casual prodigy. Okay, he's performing there. Gotta okay. check it out. Definitely, I will. Um, more wellness stuff. Yeah. Other than music. Yeah, no. I mean, I think that going to a festival is a great way to get in touch with your wellness side. Well, you know what? It's been making <laughs> me actually be more in touch with my wellness side before, where I've been like right. working out every single day. Mm-hmm. And Coachella bot, is that what the kids are saying? Yeah, except for <laughs> the problem with me is I, I work out and I'm like, Coachella body, denim shorts, fringe, like work out harder. And then I go home and eat orange chicken after. Yeah. So I'm like, I don't, I think I'm just, I'm just leveling out. I don't think I'm really making progress. I find that to be so true. When I work out hard, I eat more. I get really hungry. I should just not work out Mm -hmm. because then I can eat less. Yeah. I don't get it. What's the workout look like nowadays? Uh, Well, I do, I do Pilates mostly. Uh, That's what I do regularly. Um, And in New York, where I was just filming a movie, I was doing Pilates all the time at New York Pilates, which Mm. I love. Um, And... That, to me, like, keeps me in the best shape. But lately I've been going to the gym because I've been trying to do cardio. Eek. Which uh, is not my favorite thing in the world. Yeah. Um, and then in between that kinds of stuff, I, I do Shape House, which I'm obsessed with. Mm-hmm. Laying in the infrared sauna. Um, and, I, I mean, I love it because you get to sweat, but I like it because it's an hour where you don't have your phone. And you just are kind of can think or watch a TV show that you want to catch up on or just kind of, like, sit with yourself. So that, to me, is is my favorite workout. And especially because it's a workout that you also don't have to move. <laughs> also being I horizontal. Know. I know. Yeah. I'm like, so I burn calories and I watch girls? Yeah. Okay. Love. Um, so that's kind of, that's my, been my favorite thing um, lately. And I've been I've been going with my mom and my sister, which has been fun. Cute. We, like, keep the curtain open and, like, talk and watch the same show, so. That is so precious. Wellness yeah. date. I love that. I love wellness date with mom and sis. <laughs> That's so cute. I'm, I'm dying. so into that. Yeah. I love it with Stephanie. Sis. Sis. Stephanie sis. sis. <laughs> I'm also of cisgender. I was so just it works out. Say that. Everyone's become cis to in, in my group of friends and in my family. Everyone's either cis or, or queen. Or sissy. No, it's literally cis or queen. It's like, hey, my mom texts me. She's like, hey, queen, where are you? I'm like, mom, stop. And in public, she'll be like, hey, queen. And people will laugh at her because she does it because of Scream Queens. And so it's right. extra embarrassing that she's my mom and calling me that because it's the name of a show I was on. I'm like, you can't do that in public. That's hilarious. Yeah. Is that show coming back? What's happening there? I'm not sure. You don't know. Where I, I'm, I'm very in the dark about it. Um, it's it's one of those things where you like get a mysterious call one day that that your show's coming back if you're on a Ryan Murphy show or right. the call just never comes. Right. So you just... Uh, Sad. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I'm not I'm not sure. Cool. Yeah. Well, it's I mean, great. Does that like give you... 
are you do you kind of like let it off to the universe and like whatever happens happens or do you tend to get like concerned for it like for me I would have to do some like serious journaling to manage my energy around that <laughs> I I'm so I usually in the I usually in the past would get very high strung about that and be like I need to know I mean that's I think one of the biggest things that I struggle with in life is like needing to know mm. and I hate not knowing and I always say that and everyone's like yeah nobody likes not knowing but I feel like some people do and I feel like I'm kind of becoming a person like that which is is kind of is freeing um, where where now I can say like I don't know if that's going to happen and actually be fine with it because also certain things like you might not like the answer so it's kind of nice to not have an answer right. about certain things um, but, but no, I mean, I definitely, I think that's one of my biggest problems in my brain is like fighting between being easygoing and going with the flow and knowing that like you're going to be taken care of by the universe and then grabbing the universe by its throat and trying to strangle it for an answer. Mm. Like that, that's literally. Amazing visual. <laughs> but it is like that's, and, and I'm one or the other. We're like some weeks I'm like, you guys, no worries, no problems. You know what? No pressure. And then the next week I'm like, honestly, I really need an RSVP if you're going to come to this or not. Like just tell me if you're coming. <laughs> and everyone's like, okay. <laughs> so I'm constantly trying to find the balance with those two people that live inside of me. Mm. Um, I'm trying to make April a month that's more about me time and letting go because I've been so structured with work and with like having to show up places, you know, physically and emotionally where it's exhausting after a while and you're like constantly rushing and and I realize like w when I don't make more time for myself and I'm rushing, I get less done. That's just the tr sad truth. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, you can say that you can do something in 10 minutes, but really like you probably need 30 minutes. So it's, well, it's kind of like you spend that mental energy yeah, exactly. that you would have just spent relaxing <laughs> or trying to do stuff, just spinning. Exactly. Like, oh, well, I could have just taken 10 minutes for myself. Exactly. So, yeah. so I'm trying to just create more space and time and like trying to use April since I'm not working as, as like the trial run of of that and it's it's been going really well so it's, how are you doing that I'm just leaving a lot of time for everything and in between things or like normally I'll schedule my day where if anything goes wrong my whole day is ruined because you know because I've scheduled everything too close where mm -hmm. now I'm like what is tomorrow about like my two priorities are this and this and like everything else let's move to another day instead of trying to do seven things and it's been so nice. That's so good, especially right now because Mercury's in retrograde. And if you were trying to cram everything in, you'd be so fucked. It's too hard. Even today, coming to see you guys, like, I literally left my house an hour early. And I was like, I just want, I just, like, need time. I don't want to be stressed that I'm going to be late. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to be late. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> some people are like, whatever, just be late. And I'm like, the anxiety of being late is something right? I'm not equipped to deal with. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I feel like that. And then I've been, I've been meditating a lot. And I, I hate being like, I've been meditating a lot. But yes, if you're you've gonna come say to that, the right place, the I've come place. to the right place. Yeah. To, to say that. But yeah. I actually, I um. I've, I've looked at it more as just like breathing because mm -hmm. to me sometimes meditating gets really hard where when I try to go blank in my mind, everything I've ever done wrong since kindergarten ends up coming up that I didn't <laughs> even know I remembered. And so I've, <laughs> I've started saying it where it's like, it's just 10 minutes of breathing. Yeah. And then when I do it like that, less pressure than saying like I'm meditating. Mm -hmm. the, the 10 minutes of breathing is so much easier for me to compute and it's been helpful so much. And I've been actually meditating where I've been, like, 
having great like visual meditation and it's been so nice. That's beautiful. Yeah, and it's been really, really good and it's just been 10 minutes a day. And You just focus on your breath. Yeah, and I do it where I go in through my nose and out through my nose, mm-hmm. which I like so much better than this like in through your nose, out through your mouth. It distracts me and like it, it I don't know, it doesn't feel good. You're doing yoga breathing. And is that what that is? Mm-hmm. Okay. It's, my healer was just telling me about it. But they call it pranayama. Really? The in through the nose, life. out through the nose? Mm-hmm. Okay, well, everyone else I've ever met in my life has been like, mm-mm, in through your nose, out through your mouth. And I'm like, I can't. <laughs> Sorry, this isn't fifth grade gym class. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, this is way more elite. This is yoga. It's um, an ancient art form. Um, so so my, my breathing, because I've realized too also, I feel like, if you're breathing properly, you can kind of get through anything. I know that mm-hmm. sounds cheesy, but yeah. it's true. Physically or emotionally, I feel like as long as you're breathing, like, you'll be fine. Because I feel like whenever I have my most anxiety is when I've forgotten to breathe. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I'll take, like, very deep breaths and sigh. And, like, my mom or my sister or my boyfriend will be like, are you okay? And I'm like, I literally just forgot to breathe. <laughs> Don't worry. <laughs> yeah. But sometimes you do. And so it's important to, like, make time to to breathe and and to not think that sitting there breathing means you're not doing anything. That's mm. <sighs> what modern society will have Let's you believe. Let's all take a collective. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, but it's true because so many people are like, ugh, you know, if you're just sitting, you're not doing anything. And I'm like, I feel like recharging is a very, is very underrated because even Crucial. as as much as everyone now is kind of getting into this trend of like sitting and breathing, I'm like you're sitting and breathing and texting and drinking a coffee and like doing plucking your eyebrows like you're not sitting and breathing. Yeah. So, yeah, it's it's hard to not like multitask and grab for everything in sight. Well, I think it comes down to I was actually thinking about this the other day. I was as I was watching something dumb on my computer and just like I was like I just need 15 minutes just like watch something stupid on my computer. And that's when all these different things like came together in my mind and it's like I think it has to do with the unknown like mm-hmm. if it's like if you stop for a second you're like afraid of what is or isn't going to happen and like if you just give yourself that gift you don't know mm-hmm. what's going to come together for you mentally and usually it's like oh yeah that thought and then I'm like oh I should send that email and it's like because I wasn't thinking about it is when I can complete the task or have that moment of inspiration or whatever exactly it's and it's time to think too I feel exactly. like I, all my best thinking gets done like when I'm taking a bath. I'm obsessed with taking baths. Same. That's like my favorite thing to do. It's my new discovery in my in my home. It's the best. <laughs> Tubbing, as I like yeah. to call it. <laughs> no, so, sometimes too, on, like on the weekend, at 2 p.m., I'm like, oh, I'm going to take a bath. <laughs> like a 2 p.m. bath. But And I'll put like my crystals in there too sometimes. Yes. I have this like huge smoky quartz crystal ball and I'll literally like have it in the tub with me like it's a baby. <laughs> literally like if anyone <laughs> saw me, they would think I was crazy. But it's so nice and you just sit there with your crystals. Yeah. Or sans crystals but with Epsom salts. Always. Um, but it's so nice and it's just, I feel like I get like thoughts when I'm, when I'm in there more so than when I'm just even like sitting in bed or something. Totally. It's really nice. Have you tried float tank meditation? I've been trying to try I that. I like you would probably really be into it. I yeah. feel like I would be too. I tried to go in New York and it was literally booked for weeks and weeks and then I had to come back to LA but that's on my list to try. You should go to... We'll hook you up. Yeah. Just float in Pasadena is awesome. Oh, they, okay. Yeah. I want to try because I'm dying to try that. Um, also, I've heard about... Have you heard about these like salt caves that you go in? No. Like at Wee Spa? 
Um, I, I, I just saw this in New York at the same place I saw the flotation thing where Ooh. you sit in this like pink Himalayan salt. Oh cave. yeah, they have that at Wee Spa. Oh my god, how have I missed that every time I've gone to Wee Spa? It's, it's the salt room. It's in the, like in the... Upstairs. Oh, I've just gone for a scrub. Oh, um, so then there's like you've never gone upstairs. No, None. what? That's I, where all the magic happens. <laughs> yeah. So we spa is a Korean spa here in LA. If you guys are in Los Angeles, go on Tuesday nights. It's fifteen dollars. Um, or go on a regular day of the week, so there's not four thousand people <laughs> in there. Um, but there's like a gender neutral floor that has like all the different saunas and salt rooms and clay rooms. It's you're really missing. What? You're really yeah. missing something. So you can like go with your boyfriend and your friends and their boyfriends. Your boyfriend. Your boyfriend. <laughs> hey, I was your boyfriend to this one. <laughs> and it's awesome. There's this the clay room, the salt room, the jade room, the cold room. The there's a jade room. And there's yeah. Really okay, good. Okay, you guys. I'm realizing that I've been going. I'm thinking of Beverly Hills Hot Springs. Okay. Okay. Which doesn't right. have that. I'm dead. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the exact same thing. That's the most Emma thing I've ever heard in my life. This happens a lot where I think people are alert. People are talking about something that I'm talking about, but I realize <laughs> it's like something similar but different. It's like very yeah. similar. This happens to me a lot with song lyrics. Like I'll be singing something a certain way for years, yeah. and then I'll happen to be in a car with someone and think I'm like driving with them singing along, and they're like, those are not the words at all. Uh-huh. At all. Yeah. So, anyways. I had a very shamed seventh grade experience with that. Oh, no. That song, it's just a a little crush. Okay. (laughs) I thought it was touch. Oh, no. I was like, once, like, my friends were coming over and walking in my garage, and I was like, it's just a, a little touch. And they were like, I think it was like dead silent. And they were like, um, Steph, it's crush. And like, made me feel like, the biggest piece of shit That's in the world. Sad. So sad. Middle school was probably the darkest time of my life. I had a similar situation with I saw the sign. I thought it was the sun. I thought I it, saw it's the sun. not the sign. No, the sign. It I, is. I thought it. See, like I sing it the sun. Okay, that actually makes it is me the feel, sun. No, it's not. I saw the sun. I saw the sun. <laughs> I opened up my eyes. Doesn't I saw it make the sense sun? with no. sun? It really <laughs> Shut does. up. Shut up! It's I saw the sign. No, it's I opened up my eyes. I, I saw, saw the, the sign. sign. <laughs> it really, it's like okay. I'm with I'm it with really you. Really applies. But see how it doesn't matter. It doesn't. And thank God we're all adults now. <laughs> <laughs> right? We're like, Steph, are you mad at us? <laughs> Do you Meanwhile, us? we walk out and Steph's like losers. <laughs> I'm like, I finally got mine. <laughs> Oh, my God. So, so you cool. mentioned your healer before yeah. yes. in passing. Let's go back Let's circle to back. that. Yeah. I have many. Okay. So do we. So we want to <laughs> compare notes. Okay. So basically, mm-hmm. there's two things about it. Mm-hmm. One thing that's funny and one thing that's not funny. It doesn't have to be funny. I know, but I'm yeah. just prefacing. Okay. The thing that's funny is that literally I'll, if someone tells me they're a healer, they could literally be not a healer and I would believe them like like, I'm I'm open to anything when it comes to that like in New Orleans it's like psychics ten dollars I'm like guys we're going in they're like Emma come on like we're not going in there (laughs) and I come out I'm like sobbing (laughs) shouldn't have gone in there and they're like Emma everyone gets the same reading at that place like don't go in there so that's that but no I uh I started working actually like seriously with a healer and and kind of had to go on a psychic break because I was going so often where it was becoming 
It's becoming like a crutch where yeah. I was I was obsessed with going to see psychics. And then I feel like I was manifesting some of the negative things they were mm. saying to happen. Mm-hmm. Where they'd be like, ooh, like there's there's like a problem with this friendship or this relationship. And then a week later there'd be a problem. But then when I really thought about it, the problem was like my behavior. Yeah. <laughs> because it was put in my head. And then just like being too obsessed with my horoscope or like not leaving the house if my horoscope said certain things. Like it was becoming a little crazy. So so I stopped doing the psychics and the horoscopes for a while. But then there was like this whole time like last last winter where I was just like I, – I felt like I wasn't really like getting getting roles that I wanted and I was like going on auditions and getting – just not like feedback I wanted and and I just felt like I was really stuck where I would go into an audition and literally mid-audition be like I am doing the worst job ever and I have to stand here and like finish this audition and like there's six pages that I have to get through and this is the worst it's like standing up in front of the class and you're just like I'm completely failing at what I'm doing and I have to keep going And so I would just leave and feel, like, so bad about myself. And then I would not want to go on auditions. And then, you know, it just became a real rut, basically. And even meetings and stuff like that. Because it's, like, I mean, you guys know, when you interact with people, it's, like, you're putting yourself out there to be judged. And I was starting to feel, like, I I don't know that I'm, like, in a place right now where I can be putting myself out there like this to just be judged by people that don't know me. Mm -hmm. And so I was, like, having a little bit of a crisis, and so I started, like, working with, with this healer and, and just kind of not taking a break from, like, auditioning and meetings and stuff like that, which was good. And um, it was, like, uh, a healer who does mantras. Mm-hmm. And I'd never – I'd been the girl that, like, sit, tries to look in the mirror and be like, you are killing it today. Like, you're <laughs> gorgeous. But, but it would never seem genuine. And I would always feel like I was, like, in a movie version of my life, like the bad montage part where I'm trying to pull myself out of the rut. Yeah. And so, so, so I was, um, I actually was, was, uh, ran into a friend. I went to Shape House one night. I was like having the worst night and I was like, can you guys squeeze me in? Can I, I need to sweat. And, uh, and in a cold wet blanket. And and the woman who started, uh, Shape House, who I know, Sophie, who's amazing. She was like randomly there and she's like, I wasn't going to come tonight, but I came and you're here. And it was like one of those weird, like, like music like um coincidence music is playing in the background where Mm -hmm. she was talking about this healer she works with and she was like you have to you have to work with him so I literally texted him that night I was like do you have time to talk to me tomorrow and um and so we talked on the phone for like an hour and a half and did mantra stuff uh you know that was the the serious version of what I was just making a joke about and and at first it felt weird and then as I was getting into it I like started to like feel so much actually like genuine like emotion and like swelling in my chest of like oh my god this is like this doesn't have to be something that's like oh this is like it's it's actually amazing to like you know affirm yourself and and Mm -hmm. and kind of like have this conversation with yourself and like I needed guidance from this other person who's amazing but but it was really amazing and then like that later that week I had an audition and I was like doing the mantras and stuff like that and and it was an it was like my best audition I had in such a long time, and um, from there things just kind of like shifted, and it was definitely because I just com- took a completely different attitude on it and started like treating myself differently and not being so hard on myself, mm-hmm. and it was it was really 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 
amazing and something I never thought that I would get into in that way. Like I've, I'd always gone to healers that did like crystal work or like, you know, massages or, and things. But the mantra stuff, I was like, that's not for me. Soul healer. And then I did it. And that's the other thing too. I feel like it's, you can't, when it comes to like the wellness stuff, like you have to really try it in order, in order to say you love it or say you hate it because it's, it's such a like visceral reaction that you'll have to that kinds of stuff or an emotional or men, you know what I mean? Like you have to course, actually yeah. try it. Mm-hmm. So, so that's kind of like my, my thing now that I do is, is and you've the, stuck mantra. With the mantras. Yeah. That's so awesome. Have and they it's been, evolved? Yeah. It's, it's, it's different. It's different all the time really. Cause I feel like, I mean, every, I mean, every day is different, but especially I would say like every month, it seems like a different theme lately. Um, you know, sometimes it's like wanting to, to, to work more and to, you know, work on my work self. And sometimes it's like personal self. And sometimes it's like interacting with family and friends. And, and other times it's like stepping away from all that and wanting to like travel and kind of step away from my phone. So I feel like that's also something I've been trying to do in this new year is kind of like like put a theme around each month and, and like focus on that. Instead of trying to do it all. So you tell him what you're wanting to work on. Yeah. And he, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. What's the theme this month? Oh, well, the theme this month is like just doing stuff for me and taking time for me. Because I feel like I've been working so much that uh, I haven't I haven't really said no to anything at all in so long. And, and this has been kind of where I'm like, you know what? I made a plan to like take my sister prom dress shopping tomorrow. And like, even if a meeting comes up, like I have to stick with like the plan I made with my sister. Like I can't bail on that for a meeting for work. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, and, and so I guess also just like kind of sticking with my plans and those plans happen to be m- mostly personal lately than work. So love that. Yeah. This is good. And then, so you're just sticking with like one healer. Do you see a, a bunch of them like what is how like that work? 10 you brought no. us crystals so you have a crystal person i brought you guys crystals so amazing I'm obsessed. Um, in love with i know I'm, i have to let me see so yeah basically i the crystal people i i get my crystals from mantras and miracles on instagram and then zed's dead on Instagram. Those are where your guys are from. Oh, fabulous. Um, and we'll link to those on the blog. Yeah, they're cute. Um, and so, so I'm really, I'm really into all my crystals on Instagram cause you can see them all. Mm-hmm. Um, and then as far as healers, I mean, I, I, yeah, I work with like two, there's like two healers that I go, I go back, back and forth with. Um, um, but the one, the one who I do the mantras with, um, is named Atana and he's amazing. I love that you, what you said about how it felt stupid because I kind of had like a similar experience with affirmations. Like mm-hmm. I have heard, I heard about them for the first time in like 2007 or something like when mm-hmm. I graduated from so college. When you were, oh, I was oh. going to say when you were 10? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, when I, I'm owning my age. <laughs> um, and I tried at that time and I just wasn't prepared to like have that honest moment with myself and really be like presently loving giving that to myself and I think that's like a you're that you nailed it like that's the hardest thing it's to kind so of like hard relax and be like I am a worthy person of my mm-hmm. own love and attention mm-hmm. and like that's really what it comes down to but the resistance is the thing to work through oh yeah yeah I did this practice um I was given homework by this meditation teacher who said for 30 days I have to wake up every morning and say good morning Elizabeth I love you oh and my it God. Felt I love that so that's it felt so cute. So far away from me, like the probably the first like twenty eight days, it was like, 
And then I finally, something clicked and you finally feel like you're saying it to like how you would say I love you to like your mom or your best friend. You know, it just like, it finally, the words had weight. It was so miraculous. Yeah, and like really sticking easy, with it. really easy, quick, like fun thing to try. Good yeah, morning, I Elizabeth. That. I love you. <laughs> thank you. And, and then I suddenly say, we're in Westworld. <laughs> yeah, I was like, that sounded really cool. <laughs> Should add that to the sound machine. Yeah. <laughs> um, you mentioned psychics. Did you ever have like a crazy psychic prediction? Uh, uh, this literally, I've had the cra- just weird experiences with psychics that are crazy where – I'm scarred from when I was, like, 12. I was in New Orleans, and, um, like, me and my friend, we got, you know, our tarot read. Mm-hmm. We, were, we were 12. <laughs> this woman was like, you're going to die in your 60s. No. And you're going to be in a loveless marriage. No. And I'm sorry to have to tell you this. And I'm like, I'm 12. Oh, my God. And, and like, no. I'll, ne- I'll never forget the cards that came up were, like, evil cards. And I was just like, What? What's going on? And, I mean, I've had my cards pulled a thousand times since because of this woman. Yeah. And everyone has confirmed that that is not going to happen. And even if it was, you don't tell someone who's 12. You should never have told a 12-year-old that. That's something I was talking about with Hale, actually, recently. But I still am scared. Like, it's still, it's it's wedged so deep in my brain that, like, I still think about it. (laughs) (laughs) That's, like, when you're, like, just a base imprint that anything No, I still think about it sometimes. That's so sad. Oh, my God. No, it's weird, but I I think, um, I mean, yeah, it's just, it's very, very... Like, I shouldn't have also been going to get my tarot card read when I was 12. Let's be real. But <laughs> I do think it's important to, if you are someone who's seeking psychics often or, different, or healers or, healers or yeah. any kind of, like, reader, it's, like, it's very important. And because Elizabeth and I experience this a lot because we meet so many people that want to read us and then want to work with us because we're doing this. And it's, like, hair flip. No, I mean. <laughs> We've got healers across the country and <laughs> but in the world. No, um, but it's really important to take what they say with a grain of salt. And, like, if something resonates mm-hmm. with you, allow that to be true for you. And if something doesn't feel real for you, don't take that on. Oh, yeah. It's not only yeah. when you're 12. It's also in adult life. It can really fuck you up and become this weird thing that you live by that is then divorced from your everyday life. And it actually does the opposite of what it's intended to do. Well, I also think, at least for me, this is true. And I can only speak for myself. But mm-hmm. when I've gone out to seek psychics like actively seeking different psychics about something, it's because like deep down I probably know the answer. Just saying. Like, you know, when you have, anytime I find myself asking the same thing over and over again, when I've really like taken a step back, I'm like, I know what that answer is. I just don't want to hear it. I want to hear something else. Yeah. I mean, that's a whole other conversation, Mm -hmm. but I'm, I'm just saying. So that's also been something that's been good for me to think about when I'm, like, getting that, like, urge to, like, seek out someone else to tell me something, I'm like, what do, like, what do I actually think about this when I'm not spinning out about it? Yeah. Yikes. Yeah. <laughs> or just be okay not knowing and just waiting. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. But there's no fun in that. Um, no, and then, also, I was seeing, I, I was, I'm like, I, am I going to get a boyfriend <laughs> to everyone that we ask? <laughs> They're like, I said, relax, it's coming. I, uh, I also was saying. What's the date, though? Yeah, you're like, you're like, that's totally fine. So, like, what What's his name? and yeah. day are you Angie Banneke predicted me meeting my boyfriend in February. She was two days off. Like, I, she pulled my cards in February, and she said, like, June 26th, and we met June 24th. Whoa. Yeah. So sometimes it is real. I be- no, I believe in all that, just to clarify. Yeah. I just think that, like, 
you know, you have to be careful yeah. with it. Yeah. I mean, and I, w- I was saying the psychic for a while that was also a medium, and I was obsessed with her. And one day I called her, and <laughs> she informed me she quit the business of being a psychic and a medium. And I was like, you can't do this to me. (laughs) And I was like, can you make an exception? She's like, no. She's like, I quit. And I said, okay, well, this is not ideal timing for me in my life for you to be quitting this. (laughs) And literally I was like, I was teary-eyed. And I I had a moment of like, you know what, maybe – this is the this is the answer. <laughs> like like whatever question I had, the answer is she quit. <laughs> like, like you don't get the answer. <laughs> but I literally was laughing so hard because I'm like, maybe I'll just call her today, like see what she thinks is up. Yeah, quit, done. <laughs> what does it even mean? She's like, I'm done being. She's like, I'm like, going to law school. Like what? Like, I'm what following my dreams. To? I honestly yeah. don't know. Reformed. I've been, I've been. And also, I've Whoa. been. I've been trying to like figure out what she's been doing, but. I haven't had any success. She's gone dark. She's gone totally dark. I mean, my feeling is she definitely doesn't want you to find her because you maybe <laughs> needed her a little too much. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, oh my God, what if she hasn't quit and she just told me that? <laughs> <laughs> She's like, blocked you on Instagram. Emma needs too much from me. <laughs> oh my God. Oh no. That's sad and hilarious. <laughs> um, okay, let's talk about your newest endeavor. <laughs> Hard right, but it feels like a very personal and dear thing to your heart on your journey of wellness and self-care. Yes. You started a book club. Yes, I did. It's called Bellatrist. Um, I feel like, to me, books have always been, like, meditative for me before I started meditating. Or just as a kid, you know, I would, I loved, like, going to the bookstore and getting my books and, and like, deciding what I was going to read first and organizing them. And it was always just, like, a huge part of my life. And and so my my best friend Kara Price, who lives in New York, her and I uh, became friends through mutual friends. And everyone's like, "You guys are so different. You guys are not going to be friends." And we became so close, bonding over books, basically. Um, and and to me, I've always just thought like books are the biggest like conversation starter. And I mean, they really like change people's lives. Like so many, you know, so much of our life is influenced by like what we read when we were younger and like what we're, you know, even reading now. Like it, it influences how you see the world. Like I'm sure you guys always, you know, reading up on like what's going on with wellness, you start to see like it starts to become more a part of your world and like you see it more and more and more. So we just like wanted to create a place where everybody could come and and talk about it and and basically a place where we could feature authors that we love but also authors that you know nobody knows about um so so that's what we've been doing I think it's so fantastic yeah. because it's really debunking the myth that I don't like that people in our generation aren't reading well I also just don't think that's true right because I feel I feel like everyone I know reads I mean I don't I don't have friends that are like ugh, I don't like to read I, I just I don't have any friends like that and whenever I'm on set all I do is is read and and everyone's always once they once they see me with a book um, which they're like surprised to see me with a book, which I try not to take offensively. <laughs> I'm like, what, what did you think I'd be doing? Um, and so, to me, it's it's it, whenever I'm reading a book on set, people are always coming up to me asking for recommendations and and being like, oh, I read that or oh, I love that. And I feel like everyone's like hungry to talk about books and almost like scared to start talking about books. Mm. Where I, and it, it's just like people will be hesitant, and I'm like, no, let's let's discuss. I love a discussion. <laughs> um, and so we we just wanted to create a place where we could have that discussion and I feel like now with social media there's so many different ways to to be engaging with people with books um so it's it's been really fun 
fun starting it to like, you know, see all the different ways. And like everyone just instantly posts when they get the book, which is so gratifying for us to see like, oh my God, this person got the book and posted on their Instagram and actually know that people are reading it. Yeah. Um, So how does it work if you want to become part of the book club? What's the... (laughs) You're like, where are you going to sign up? So yeah, I want to sign up. Um, No, so I mean, basically as a, right now it's kind of following along on Instagram and we are putting out... Um, our newsletter um, in, about, in about a week, and it's uh, Bell Letter, and so you can sign up for that on the website and to be keep uh, to be kept up to date with like what the book of the month is and when we're gonna have like live discussions and where they're gonna be and events and we're also gonna you know incorporate things that excite us um, as far as you know some wellness stuff. I'm sure we'll be talking about some beauty stuff, um, travel stuff. So we kind of wanna. Um, really like expand the book conversation so that's what we're doing I love yeah. it I'm so into so it so this month's book is South and West by Joan Didion incredible um, so we're really we, we were so excited because too when, when we started the book club so basically it all like was really coming together in December and they were like what do you want your first book to be and we said South and West, and 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 they were like, okay, well, why don't we pick a book that you know, the author will who's pop- they like like you know everyone that's that's helping us guide okay. us that's like making it okay. happen. Okay, um, like who are these they? they? Like the people basically that are reaching out to like the author of the book I see. to be like, will you participate mm-hmm. in this? So um, they're like, why don't we pick an author that will kind of you know give us an interview and stuff like that? And I'm obsessed with Joan Didion. She's like everything to me has like changed my whole life and I was like well can't we ask Joan Didion if she'll do an interview and they're like um okay well we don't think that's gonna happen and I said well it doesn't hurt to ask like yeah. so, my, so my mom by the way like turning into my mother I'm like they can only say no <laughs> <laughs> um and so we were looking into like other books and you know kind of kind of kicking our feet while looking into other books and then finally I was like you know what this is our our passion and this is the book we love and it's the book we want and like we're gonna ask and she said yes and she gave us an interview that's on the site amazing wow. and and it was so so like validating uh for for us to kind of launch it with that because we were so inspired by her and and also just kind of a thing of like if you are really passionate about something like that will show mm-hmm. and and it really is true like it, people can only say no like you should always ask you should always not be scared to like be embarrassed or be said no to cuz then you're right back where you started anyways mm-hmm. like by not asking so that was a kind of nice like confidence boost of like okay ne- like we can ask and and it's okay if people say no but it's really nice when they say yes so and you wrote such a beautiful piece about the meaning of the book for you. Thank you. Yeah, it was that was fun. I loved it. You guys should all go to it's bellatrist.com. Yeah. yeah. Where'd the origin of the name come from? Um, it's a cool name. I love it. It's cute. It's it's someone um, that writes uh, it's a French word and it's someone that um, writes love letters. It's a very old word. Love that. Um, so a bellatrist wrote bell letters, which which I just love that that name cuz we went through so many different names. Like, it was called so many things, and so many things were taken, and we it was just, like, it was so hard to come up with it. And and I always loved that one, but everybody kind of wanted to check other ones before. And, of course, it ended up becoming, like, our our favorite, Fab. which is the best. Every it all, See, that's, like, an example of, like, everything kind of working out how it should be. It ended up being called Bellatrice. We got Joan Didion as our first book. It's so amazing. It kind of the stars aligned. So, yeah. 
Wait, I forgot. I'm so upset. I forgot to mention your childhood manifestation list. We love this so much. This is kind of like why we when we knew you definitely had to be yeah. on the show. Yeah, like, well, I, my first thing where, where I wanted you to be on was when you showed me the longest armpit hair that I'd ever seen in my life. Yes. I don't shave my armpits. Except for right so now. major. Well, I have to tell you guys, you want to know why I shaved my, I did stop shaving my armpits the first time? Yes. Because I was trying to dress up as my Aunt Julia for Halloween one year. Uh-huh. With she was has the armpit oh, hair, so I was growing nice. it out for my Halloween costume. Okay, but then I didn't end up being that, and I just liked having hairy armpits. <laughs> I've never so, grown out my armpit. That's really what happened. I've gotten like kind of long, and then oh my, I'm so sweaty. I know, me too. I'm profusely sweaty. And then I've been like, oh, I'm embarrassed. I should shave it. No, I love having long armpit hair. I, f- I feel very like free with armpit hair, and I I. I don't know. I just love it. But so basically, my into that so much. Yeah. that inspires me. Me no. too. I want to like put my waxing kit down that I bought on Amazon. Let's do that. But you, wait, wait. I wax my own armpits. That's psychotic. Yeah, that's honestly waxing my armpits. Nothing hurts more in the it's world. Great. Does it hurt? I, waxing Sorry. doesn't really hurt me. <sighs> I would rather get uh. a bikini wax than get an armpit wax. Oh, see, it doesn't really bother me. But I, so I, but I do have to grow uh. it out to like a certain length in order. So I always get like almost there, but never like full. I love growing out my armpits. I mean, but then I say that, and I like get a bikini wax and shave my legs. So I don't know. Like I don't really know. I right. think it's cool. I saw a picture of Lorda's Leo Madonna's daughter with her hairy armpits. Yeah, she looks amazing. Weekend. She looked amazing. I was like, that's so cool. Mm-hmm. I'm I eighteen year old. I want to be. Are we doing it? Are we going to try this? Maybe. I feel like I'm a little too single for this. I'm gonna... <laughs> no, it's hot. I said it's hot. I shaved my armpits though because my sixteen year old sister shamed me. <laughs> and I'm All also right. like, isn't your generation supposed to be like more free and accepting and you're shaming me yeah. for having armpit hair? What did she say? But also it's probably because I hold her down and like rub it on her face. Oh yeah. Right. Okay. So that so. that makes sense. Like, yeah. In the process of me bullying her, <laughs> no. she shamed me. It's sister stuff. Don't you guys yeah, do that? Of course. It's like so fun to do that. I don't know why. I was talking about that the other day. Like, I don't know why it's so fun and why. Like, I don't have the urge to rub my armpit on anyone else but my sister. <laughs> oh, my God. I used to terrorize my brother. I would make special creepy crawlers and put them in his bed. So fun. Remember creepy crawlers? Yeah. And I'm an only child, so I just watched 90210. I was an only child for 10 years, so I feel you. Yeah. Like, my mom was like, we're having another baby. I was like, excuse me? <laughs> I was like, stickering my whole wall. I'm like, I dressed as Britney Spears. I'm like, I don't care. <laughs> Do whatever you want, I'm like, mom. I'm 10. <laughs> so tell, read this list. Okay, when this, six-year-old so, Emma? So I was six. Okay, I'm obsessed with this. And as a six-year-old, I get, like, I would just write, I would keep journals. Like, I was such a journaler. That was, like, my outlet as a kid. But, and now looking back on it, it's, it just looks like a crazy person was, like, writing stuff down. So I wrote, when I was six, I, it was called, I wish. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I had magical powers. <laughs> I wish I had a baby kitten. I wish I had a pool with a slide and a diving board. I wish I was a millionaire. Spelled wrong, by the way. <laughs> I wish I lived on a ranch. I wish I had a puppy. I wish I could sew. That's <laughs> <laughs> my favorite one. That's my favorite one. Um, Steph, when I, she saw this the first time, said, you know, you still can learn how to sew. <laughs> um, I wish I was famous. <laughs> I wish I had a four-day weekend. Which I thought was funny because it's like I didn't wish that I had every day off. I just wanted just Friday, Saturday, Sunday, yeah. Monday. Yeah. But I'll go to school all the other days. I feel like you really have something I feel there. like I was a very rational kid. Like that's a rational thing to ask for. Yeah. Um, I wish it would snow in Los Angeles. <laughs> and I wish I owned all the books in 
I wanted Emma. <laughs> Full circle. I feel like a lot of that came true. <laughs> yeah. Aside from the sewing. Yeah, I'm part. like, well, I was on a show called Coven, so I got magical powers. Um, I'm I hope I'm gonna own all the books I want with Bellatrix. Yes. Yeah. So, you know, there's there's those there's those. I, feel like I that's still can't sew. <laughs> but you can learn. We're gonna learn. We're gonna learn. Yeah. That's evidence that manifestation works. I actually believe that 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 works. Because I write wish lists. Um, like yeah. I'll 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 write um you know, at the beginning of every year, like five attainable goals. And then it was so cute because someone said to me, they were like, why do they have to be attainable? Like, it's not your job to make them happen. It's it's the universe. Like, like write down things yes. that are unattainable. And I literally, like, my heart hurt where I was like, okay. <laughs> and, um, and it, but it was such a cute thing to, to think like, oh, yeah, why does my wish have to be attainable? Like, it's a wish. Like, yeah. it can be unattainable and yeah. it can still be achieved. And it's like, you're the one deciding <laughs> if it's attainable or not attainable. You're putting the limitation. Totally. That. Isn't that sweet? Really dropping a lot of <laughs> bombs today that I really enjoy. Yeah, <laughs> I'm glad. Liking it. Fuck. This was. I don't want you to leave. Really fun. I'm sad. I, know I don't want to leave either. What else should we have her tell what us? What are your guys' signs? I'm a Scorpio. I'm sure everyone else. I'm a Taurus. Hmm. What are you? Aquarius. Do you know your more of your chart? Um, well, I, oh, this is a funny story. My chart is... I know about this. Yeah. I love this story. Can we say the F word? Yeah. Yeah, my chart's fucked. Yeah, okay. Tell, <laughs> tell us why, because this is a good story. Okay, so <laughs> once upon a time, I was 12. And I, again, a lot of stuff went down when I was 12 and traumatized me, this being one of this them. This is very interesting. I was 12, and I was getting my passport renewed. And, you know, when you're 12, you're like, oh, mom, can I see my birth certificate? Like, so cute. Did anyone else feel like that? No. See, I was like, <laughs> see, that's weird. I always like wanted to like see maybe I just wanted like evidence. Like I think I always secretly like, thought I was like that my parents <laughs> weren't my parents. So I like <laughs> wanted to trick them. <laughs> um I was like, Mom, let me see my birth certificate. And I looked at it and I'm like, oh cute. And then I was like, why does it say my birthday's February 9th? And my birthday's February 10th, or so I thought till I was 12. Huh. And my mom said, what? And she goes, oh, she goes, oh, it's wrong. The birth certificate's wrong. You were born February 10th. I was like, mom, it's stamped by the state of New York. Like, I don't know how it could be wrong. Granted, I mean, I think they did type it in manually back then, and I was born at 2 a.m. So, you know, maybe. But either way, there is no way to know for sure, because my mother was in labor, and this, it was 2 in the morning, so yeah. this nurse was maybe tired. So... I, I don't know. So wait, you don't know if you were born on the 9th or the 10th? No, and I tried to do my chart, and like, it was just not right. <laughs> Astro drama. What do hilarious. I do? I don't, there's nothing Talk you can do. Andy. I did I did have, um, Susan Miller did my chart um, once with both days, and she says it's the 10th. Okay. But I don't know. I've ha And then I had my chart. I did my chart online, and it said the ninth. So it's very confusing. But I do trust Susan Miller more than yeah. anything. Are because they very different when she compared the two? So I would they think they were not. different, but, like, in weird ways that, like, I need to know for sure before I can fully assess. Right. Mm. But, okay, here's my other question for your mom. Yeah. At what point did she decide, like, so it, She didn't know she, until I saw she never really looked at it. But who said your birthday was February 10th? Just my mom. She was just like, it's February 10th. Like, happy birthday. Like, like, like she, the first year after. Yeah, like in her mind, my I was born on February 10th. And like, I mean, good thing she doesn't have an iPhone. She has a flip phone, so she'll never hear this podcast because she also <laughs> doesn't have a computer. Okay. Because she would be really mad because she gets mad now where she's like, Emma, stop telling people that I messed up your birthday because that's not true. I feel <laughs> like you were born on February 9th. 
I feel like I was too. I feel like that's true. And your mom fucked it up. And she doesn't <laughs> want to admit that she fucked it up. So And this lie is 26 years old. <laughs> so she can't go back now. Like, to me, that feels like something that my mom would lie about to me when I'm 12. It feels like definitely. And also... It's all. I think it's also. She really thinks it's February tenth, though. So yeah. she doesn't really care because she's. It's not her birthday. Yeah. <laughs> like, what does she care? Yeah, and she's. Not, you're not like it has astrological significance. I told her. I said my chart is so messed up, and she was like, "Em, she's like, do your chart on the tenth. I'm like, "Mom, this is not like. <laughs> this is not like just we're going shopping." <laughs> I think your birthday is February 9th. Yeah, me too. So do the chart for that. Maybe we should go. That's a retrograde on the road and like find out. Like, yes. at, like get our charts read. Emma, Emma, you're the best. You're so cute. Love you guys. Love you. This is so rad. Um, tell us so Bellatrist at Bellatrist and Bellatrist.com. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I believe you had a movie come out recently that looks scary. I yes. <laughs> what is that? No, because I literally for a second blanked on what you were talking oh. about. No, like, the, the Black Coat's Daughter. Because I just finished a movie, so I'm getting them confused. Right. Yeah. Yeah. The Black Coat's Daughter is very scary to a point where my sister walked out of the premiere. She goes, "Love you. I'm out." Really? <laughs> yeah. It's about um, possession, and I have to say, Ooh. it's pretty terrifying. But it's very. I loved it because it's a really smart, like sad, emotional, like underlayer to it like it's not gory it's actually kind of like seeps into your brain and, and freaks you out I feel like that's like a fun movie to like watch with a group of friends it's a fun movie to watch with friends yeah. for sure and it's it's also just it's really cool to watch because like the way they shot it's beautiful and I, I love like a scary movie that looks pretty because like mm-hmm. the juxtaposition freaks me out even more oh, yeah. than like the gory on gory oh, yeah soy retrograde <laughs> soy retrograde <laughs> amazing Emma thank you so much Mwah. thanks Mwah. guys bye bye <laughs> Yes, that's a retrograde. It's that time again. It's uh, roses and thorns. It's soy, roses and thorns. It's soy. <laughs> um, play the jingle? Yeah. It's time for R.A.T. Tell me, tell what me, do you tell have? me, tell me. Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to excitingly give this... Are you, are you off your phone? No, I'm just going <laughs> to text through this text whole through thing. It? Okay, yeah. that's fine. In an act Same. of mindfulness. I'm going to mindfully <laughs> check out. Mindfully check out. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I made a large leap in my wellness journey recently. Uh-huh. Got myself a mouth guard for nighttime because I'm an intense grinder. Welcome to the club. And really the only thing holding me back from getting it sooner was that I just had this firm belief Mm -hmm. that there's nothing that says I'm too comfortable in my relationship than wearing a mouth guard to bed. It's so true. You've like turned a corner now. (laughs) It's just like too much. But my boyfriend was really kind of like advocating me getting it because He's the only, always like, babe, you're grinding. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure it probably is terrifying. It's also weirdly like every guy that I've ever dated where I'm like, I'm not wearing my mouth guard. They're like, wear it. And then they, I think it's like a weird fetish thing where they're like, want to kiss with the mouth guard? Interesting. But I will say the one I got from Dr. Carla Solis, former guest, Holistic Dentistry in Los Angeles. LOL. Um, goes on the bottom. Okay, that's, because, oh, that's chill. Yeah, because it is um, apparently if you put um, a top mouth guard 
affects something with your microbiome. Ew. And it Buzzword. Of, exactly. And uh, so the lower, it kind of just like le- lets your mouth continue on doing it, what it's supposed to do without much disruption. Sure. Also, the one I got is very thin. It's more of like an Invisalign. I know. I saw yours. I was like, I it's wanted chic. it. It's chic. Yeah. It's cute. It's tiny. Well, it's, it's not going that far. Um, and I can talk normal in it and make out. So wow, there you go. So many wins, so many roses on that. <laughs> yeah, it's like a bouquet of three. And my jaw doesn't hurt anymore. Yay! That's awesome. Yeah, I wear my like old Invisalign as a mouth guard, and it's yellow. It's gross. Who wants to date me? Also, daily? you gotta I wash it with Dr. Bronner's, not toothpaste. I <laughs> I wash mine with denture cleaner. Okay. Well, Dr. Soli <laughs> said I could use Dr. Bronner's. That's probably better for my system than whatever the weird so blue far, thing so that I'm washing mine with. So that was Love my that. like thorn because I was kind of dreading the whole situation. Also, kind of an investment. Yeah, it's, it's kind of the most expensive. Was it like 500 bucks? Yeah, just about. Yeah, they're expensive. Kind of like the most expensive thing I've bought in 2017. Yeah. Um, but. Worth it. Worth it. There's no price on your health, Elizabeth. That's true. Yeah. What about you? My rose, similarly in that things you put inside your body uh, theme. (laughs) Tip. (laughs) Tip, yeah. Is, well, I went to go see our new acupuncturist. Love her. Carolyn Mm -hmm. at Botany. Botanarchy. Botanarchy? Botanarchy. Sure. (laughs) Sure, guys. (laughs) Sounding it out. Botanarchy. I love how she does this. Okay, so she's incredible. She treats you. She talks to you for like a while. She talked to me for a while beforehand. And then she treats you and then she does a printed recommendation of what – I have mine too. Do you want to see it? Isn't it – we should compare notes. It's like really cute. Sure. Um, Anyways, she – I was telling her and I told you too that – I find that when I get my period and I use regular tampons, I feel like my pH balance becomes off from the tampons. Mm -hmm. And I expressed that I wanted to um, start – I said I had tried the Diva Cup, but then – Did you really try the Diva Cup? Yes. I just took that out of the center council of my car today from when we got it five months ago. Honestly, major thorn for me. I do not enjoy it. It's very odd. It's like – first of all, it's made of like what – my like old rabbit vibrator was made out of. <laughs> Wait, in my head, in my I haven't even opened it. I've never seen what they look like. Yeah. I only have the packaging. In my head, do you know like the um those like wooden sticks with the plastic at the end of them that used to like unclog the toilet? The plunger? Plunger. It looks like a tiny plunger. Elizabeth. Is that what it looks like? <laughs> Dead. The wooden <laughs> sticks with the plastic on the end. A plunger. A plunger. Oh you my know. god. She's never plunged a toilet in her life. That's not true. That's hilarious. Um, no, it doesn't really look like a plunger, but I okay. I my thorn to this rose right. is the diva cup. Okay. Because I put it in my body and you have to like fold it and then you put it up there and then it opens and then it's just like up there, but then there's like a kind of a bottom part. Tiny like, plunger. That like it is kind of like a now that I'm thinking <laughs> about it, it is like a reverse tiny plunger. Yeah. And then but then there's like a little part that's like kind of out because you have to like pull it out and it just like I could feel it in not in a nice way. It was like pushing on the walls and then like when I went to go pull it out, I could not get it out of me. I had my leg like halfway up my wall trying to pull this fucking cup out of me and then I pull it out and there's like it's my period too so it's like I'm trying not to like splatter splatter it was just like 
not a nice yeah. situation. Not not, not recommended. Not I did not feel like a diva. <laughs> I felt very much like a gutter person in that moment. Right. So I was expressing this to her. I was like, I just don't really feel like there's a good option for like what to do other than like go back to wearing pads, which also is weird. And she was like, have you tried a period sponge? Dun, dun, dun. Hot tip. Hot content. Yes. A period sponge is made from like sea minerals. Like it's like a sea sponge. And it's really tiny. It's like this big. So it's the like a silver dollar around. And you put that – so you wash it and then you put it inside of you and you take it out every like three to four hours and you just like rinse it. Mm-hmm. And I don't really have a heavy flow so I could probably get away with like five hours. Okay. Rinse it and you just do that throughout your cycle and sleep with it, whatever. Doesn't It doesn't fuck up the balance of your pH. And then at the end of your cycle, you wash it with like hydrogen Dr. peroxide Bronner's. or Dr. Bronner's. <laughs> But yeah, I'm really excited. I haven't tried it yet because you I'm, are really excited because feminine I care. I'm really excited about feminine care because yeah. I feel like we did the episode on Lola and the unbleached tampons and that's really awesome. But like, I always feel like tampons are just like ripping me. Yeah, like it doesn't feel good for me to wear any of those things. So this is a new terrain. And guys, stay tuned for can't wait the pH balance of my pussy. <laughs> I, I don't know if I ever told that terrifying story about um, the applicatorless tampons. Have I told this on the No. Air? Oh, my Should God. I that was actually it? really dark for you. You guys. So w- word to the wise. The applicatorless tampons, you know, they have like the little bit of plastic um, that wrapping. So I one day was hanging out. All of a sudden, had like this really like intense sharp pain mm-hmm. in my vaginal area. And I went to the bathroom and like nothing came out. And then like, again, I was like, that's weird. Went back. This little piece of plastic came out of me that had was had been in there for like a month. Uh, it was. That's truly horrifying. And it had like melted from my body heat. Uh, and so just be careful with those because you because the way they have you open it is like it kind of like there's you usually tear it and it's in two pieces. So that little top piece. I actually now if I ever use an OB, think about that and make sure the plastic's off yeah, the top. And I share that not to like gross out, but just to be aware because that was a mage thorn. Soy thorny. Oh, my God. <laughs> So roses and thorns. We oh collective rose. We were on John Hill the Fields yesterday, which I think probably I, re-airs. Andy Radio. Um, it re-aired yesterday. Oh, I didn't sad. get to hear it though. Okay, but um, so. John Hill, if you guys listen or if you have Sirius XM, John Hill and Andy Radio one hundred and two can't be missed. Also thorn or also rose Bloomingdale's uh-huh. was phenomenal. Oh my gosh. Everyone who came, thank you so much. It was so fun to meet you. We had a blast, and Kelsey Patel was phenomenal. Mm -hmm. Mindfulness workshop, tapping. We did some EFT. Amazing. We did some Reiki group meditation. Everybody left feeling like a new, shiny, fabulous version of themselves Mm -hmm. in the beauty section of the mall. Yeah. So, like... As John win, Hill put win, it, win. straight up in a Clarence. <laughs> yeah, it was phenomenal. <laughs> and you know what else is phenomenal? The fact that we're about to announce our winners of our amazing <gasps> grass, that's so retrograde, giveaway. First of all, every single person that <laughs> entered, you made Stephanie and I cry with with just heart-filled. We love you guys. It, it, I so didn't much. expect 
that to have such a beautiful visceral reaction from Me either. An ent- entries, but like your words meant the world. Yeah. Um, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We love you guys back. We love you back. And we're so happy to hear that the information that we're putting out here, like about period sponges and everything else is resonating. <laughs> um, so the winners, we will email you guys, but Alyssa Jepson and Natalie Lord, it's you, won. you! So Congratulations! Yay! All right, what a fabulous show this has been. Emma Roberts. What a beautiful being so of light. Much. And so so cute. She gave us crystals. Oh my god. I know. I'm just <sighs> verklempt about it. So verklempt. Um we we're so excited. We're about to head to Joshua Tree with Mikey Dimitrovich mm-hmm. for a transformative experience. That's Keep a stem. Stay tuned. Stay tuned, y'all. And until then, Namaste, namaste listening. listening. Yes, that's a retrograde. <laughs>